This is Pops in a Pod with Nader Pop and Peter Pop. Episode 50 Entrepreneur Parents Ashwini Chaitanya. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to a new episode of Pops in a Pod. If you're listening to us for the first time, hit subscribe on the podcast player you're using so that you get notified when our next episode is out. Also, leave us a review if you like what you hear. It's not very often you hear dads talk about parenting. Now, that out of the way, let's get into our episode. Peter, that's 50 episodes in this tumultuous 2020 year that we've had. Yeah, I can't believe that yeah, we've been doing this uh for so long and uh, yeah, especially in a time like this. And uh we like consistently managed to kind of do this and doing i think almost 70 to 80% of our episodes remotely yeah i think that's been one of the plus points of uh, this entire period of being housebound and things like that we've managed to you know remotely connect and do this and yeah it's been a great adventure so far and i'm pretty sure the coming months and years will also be as adventurous yeah man i mean we didn't give up and uh, all kudos to our consistency and hopefully 2021 is a better year definitely definitely but uh one thing that we have started in recent months which has been great is the whole uh series of entrepreneur parents uh this week we've got another interesting parent that we're speaking to uh, nader why don't you introduce him so this week we've got aswini chaitanya He is um, the CEO and co-founder of Timios, which is a startup that offers a range of age-appropriate food products for children. He spent about fifteen years in top investment banks uh, abroad, and then finally he just decided that he's going to start his own company when he found a gap in the healthy snacks market in India. Uh, Aswini has two sons. Today we will talk to him about his. entrepreneur journey and how he balances that with his parenting role let's dive straight into our chat with ashwini chaitanya hi ashwini welcome to pops in a pod thank you so much for you know removing time from this extremely busy schedule of uh, yours and uh, coming and having a chat with us oh thanks nadir thanks for that really so, wonderful catching you guys and i have uh, personally heard couple of them <laughs> of your podcast and i was actually looking forward for this uh, good one hour okay so you know uh, one of the things nader and i do with our guests is we like to you know not only read about their companies but also get to know them uh, better on a personal level and one of the things i noticed on the bio of your website is uh, that you added that you know you try to try your hands in the kitchen so was that something you were trying during this recent lockdown period that we had and what was the last dish you tried making i mean in fact i have a very big long story for this uh, i never entered kitchen during my college days or school days um, i i would uh, I, i can use the right word i would blame my mother and my grandmother for that <laughs> but i went to us uh and uh, being a south indian uh, the amount of rice i ate in us i did not eat in my entire life uh, <laughs> it's uh, very easy to bake food in a rice cooker and do it and uh, imagine uh, and the amount of dishes we made in the us is like koftas uh, i mean puri bhajis every day my i mean that time i didn't marry my wife yet so 
we were seeing each other and every time i used to send a photo and she was telling all her friends that yeah he is getting trained properly in the us <laughs> so <laughs> so that is where i picked up uh, cooking and i had excellent roommates so we used to uh, divide ourselves between washing cooking cutting and so on and so forth uh, so it's a good 10 year experience um, i had and even in the uk uh, in london um, i mean the advantage on the us at least our uk i feel is that Uh, whatever you want to cook the ingredients you will get it uh, right away uh, and i mean at, at the young age uh, we had enough time to do these kind of experiments as well so thoroughly enjoyed from that time and uh, uh, coming back to india and this lockdown uh, definitely uh, tried a hand uh, with my um, kids uh, obviously they they pick up um, dad or mom this is good this mom makes good and that mom dad makes good kind of thing so thoroughly enjoyed uh we i mean the last thing uh, i mean i mean uh, what is it fried pizzas all kinds of breads and nice. naan bread um, everything uh, the last thing i could not uh, try with a lengthy uh, procedure is the sourdough bread so oh, it would take like okay. a week or uh, yeah, <laughs> 10 days yeah, yeah. to ferment it and uh, and generations of that fermentation also that i didn't do maybe next lockdown you never know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know uh, aswini you you brought up something so interesting where you said that um you you, you know you, you do, you're not a regular hand in the kitchen and you kind of uh, blame you know your grandma and your mom for it and you have two boys um is, is that something that you do want to sort of repeat because you know there's this typical thing uh, that we have that boys are not meant to enter the kitchen and you know uh, it, it's it's a girls thing so is that something that as a parent you've seen you've taken that charge you've taken that you've made that change especially having spent 15 years in the US and UK i personally i believe at least i don't know how much my wife would agree uh, hands on uh, father uh, not because my dad was not or my dad actually was a reasonable hands on i mean again these hands on father and these things are these phrases i am hearing now i never heard when i was growing up or my parents discussing about it um, the the work was reasonably or well shared uh, in the family so i don't come from a family where this is women's work and this is dad's work so uh, i am outside of that circle Uh, coming to my um, uh, my life is that uh, yeah my wife is also working snehal uh, uh, also has a full time job which is very much similar to mine so i can't say i am having more pressure or she is having more pressure uh, i mean for that matter any job has pressure these days um, so we uh, shared uh, together and um, uh, just because two boys at least for us Uh, they, it's not like a girl should cook and boy should not cook or anything so when we start um, whatever is little more difficult my elder son ku uh, does it and the younger one al- already feels that he is uh, 11 uh, so he comes and joins and uh, pitches in so it's it's never like uh, boys or uh, uh, or girls or uh, boys stuff uh, it's always shared but so you know you touched upon that you spent uh, 15 years in the us working and uk but you were working in you know investment banks this is before you moved back to india so what led to your venture into you know kids nutrition and starting timios i mean was there a eureka moment of sorts if you could take us back to that moment uh it is uh, i don't uh, yes and no um uh, peter see what amazed me is that uh, when i i was in technology in investment bank um, 
close to nine, ten years in uh, London, and every six months or other, I used to come to India because okay. I had teams in India, uh, Petersburg, Moscow, and Hong Kong. So I reasonably used to travel. Um, whenever I come here, especially a few offices were near Belanzur and uh, Electronic City, and you go through these uh, streets, people are there even in the fourth floor, fifth floor of these buildings doing shopping. And I always used to wonder, there's so much of population, so much of shopping going around, and that always excited me, yeah. and I wanted to do something on our own. And maybe that is the reason which prompted us or pushed us to take the biggest step, like coming back to India or moving uh, to India, I never use the word coming back because you never know when we will be <laughs> after five, six years. So, uh, but yeah, so that actually prompted us uh, to uh, come uh, leave London, which was very much settled, very good jobs both for both of us. But we thought, if not now, it is only going to get. Uh, True. I mean, every day you delay is going to get tougher. Uh, but when I came here, we looked into um, restaurants, saloons various other opportunities uh, i used to bug my wife and my parents uh, all the time like we should do this we should do that i i, I got my um, my dad's brother also like chacho also into this uh, then um, they were not so keen on the ideas what i was bringing not that the idea was bad or i mean i, I give an idea or a proposal we don't do it someone else does it and they were doing it better than or uh, they were doing uh, reasonably well so ideas as such were not that bad but uh, the scale was not big enough for me to leave Goldman Sachs or um, uh, the pay match or the excitement match. Uh, for example, you pick up something, you are excited for three, four months. And after that, what are you going to do? So yeah. that kind of discussions uh, came in and it was not going forward. Uh, but one day when I was coming from office uh, in a small medical shop, I saw a uh, very old laborer buying uh, Cerilac. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, baby food is not cheap. I mean, it's like 250 rupees or 350 rupees. I don't know, but at that range. And I was thinking that, oh my God, like uh, the, the passion or the love and the need, what they give to the kids uh, is uh, disproportionate to what you are. Like whatever you are, you will do the right thing. Uh, for example, even if you are the king of the uh, kingdom or a emperor of a kingdom, uh, if you need to give ragi malt to your son, you will give that. Maybe yeah. you find the best ragi, that's it. But you give only that, you don't give anything else. So right. that actually prompted me or triggered me saying that, I mean, we are missing something in this space big time. Uh, a brand which is exclusively for kids, uh, where everyone, right from the top to the bottom of the strata, really value what they have, that is their own kids, right? Um, that is when uh, I felt, yes, this has some meat and there is a clear need. And there is a gap in the market where uh, we can work upon. So I would, um, though the journey was long, but that particular moment, I would uh, take it as a Eureka moment, like saying that th this is the calling. Awesome, great. So, you know, Aswini, it's interesting that you you, you mentioned your journey and with, with entrepreneurship, what we've um, noticed um, you know, via the podcast or meeting multiple people throughout our lives also, that there's, there's always, um, um, there's always that, that point that you reach, whether it's, it's a market need, whether it's something that you personally want to change, um, you know, certain things for you, clearly it, it took those many years, you know, you've, you've, you've worked in, um, you know, financial setups. Um, uh, I, I believe you're an engineer by, by uh, yeah background um and then now you've kind of 
shifted your focus uh, onto food and not just any food it's you know nutrition food for for parents for children um it 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 must be it must be tough having that kind of experience uh, and then moving in into this direction if i had to ask you what was um, that point uh, or rather who was that uh, person or entity that you first reached out to for any kind of you know help advice because it's a different sector altogether um another to the list what you <laughs> gave i'll add one more thing and i hate shopping i don't like going to a supermarket <laughs> <laughs> i shopping is like a time killer for me i never even even before marriage and after marriage also my wife actually buys in the trousers and shirts for me so i i hate absolutely that uh, i do shopping actually when i'm sick at home and online uh, impulse buying so oh, uh, wait when you actually, say sorry i i want to cut in over here when you say you hate shopping yeah. does that even mean e-commerce like you you don't even like to go on amazon and like okay let me what? just buy something right now oh, wow so the, the concept wow <laughs> yeah i mean i i mean e-commerce at least has become very popular in the last 3 4 years right True. right so i mean even in whether you are in london or in the or in the uk us or in india uh, you go to shops and buy it True. there True. Uh, western countries normally by this time you have very big supermarkets like sainsbury's walmart and you buy it here that culture already has picked uh, um, up so sure. so my first question to my wife was uh, basically you you hate shopping and you want to get into fmcg Uh, that kind of reaction yeah. was uh, was given to me uh, because uh, you need to have you need to be in line right with what you want to do uh, and i had not a single uh, phone number anything to do with uh, fmcg folks or uh, shopping or anything like that kind of uh, and i was away from the country also so there was absolutely no connection um, coming to your question on um who is your sounding board if you, if i if you will um yeah. my wife is the biggest critic <laughs> and and i believe in surrounding yourself with good critics at least who are true, true. Uh, who are with you to give their uh, unbiased uh, uh, what do you say feedback kind of thing so i agree but and a lot of people don't believe uh, yeah. i'm telling the secret <laughs> first in my life <laughs> out <laughs> Till about I became a vice president uh, in Deutsche Bank. That was in 2009 or uh, 2009 or 10. Till about that, my yearly performance reviews. I used to give it to my wife to read it out before you. I submit it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I after that she she started she stopped doing it and she was not giving time. Maybe I don't remember. But till about that time, I used to show it to her. Wow. and we both kind of started our jobs together in 2001 so so uh, pretty much uh, my dad is a very good sounding board and i also believe that if you have anything share it with your friends and family and i uh, and they you get your opinion openly second i also believe that if you can't win people around you you cannot win people whom you want to win later or away from you so Uh, so uh, and one more uh, i also believe that if you are lying or if you are hiding then you are doing something wrong that's very interesting very simple so on the, in these three combinations i always share with uh, my family and my wife like what i want to do what i think 
they'll give their peace of mind whether I whether I pick it or not. At least sure. I have someone openly I can talk to and uh, and give it up. And my dad is a professor and a scientist, so he kind of knows how to deal with uh, kids or how to deal with um, uh, I mean these kind of scenarios. So very very open and uh, very straightforward to speak to. Awesome. That's fantastic. So, you you had great mentors around you, so that that clearly helped. You know, uh, sort of making for you to make a, a decision that you wanted. So that that's great. That's great to know. Yeah. So one of the things is, I mean, we've been doing uh, this format of the series of entrepreneur parent for some time, and you know, we've seen a friends duo, uh, we've seen a husband wife duo. I mean, we've heard of so many colleagues forming companies together. But one of the things that struck us about your company is. it's you and your sister who formed the company and what has that journey been like i mean i'm sure uh, that's unique uh, it is you've seen so far it, it, it is very unique in fact um, my sister uh, my wife snehal and i um, we used to talk about business ideas even when we were in uh, london mm-hmm. nice. late night and stuff but just like very simple stuff because she was at that time working for bambino um and she was also carrying and expecting and thinking of taking a time out uh, for maternity and then coming back so there was always a touch point on what to do as a brother she last and i used to check on her life what she do what she does and uh, we are not um, age wise we are not very far apart she is okay. i think one and a half years to two years younger to me so okay. as a uh, upbringing we were almost like friends um i took engineering she took biology so there was a diversion in uh, plus 1 and 12 but it was almost like friends and uh, in fact when my wife and i thought or discussing about business and trying to do something we were subconsciously putting some rules in uh, in place that we should not have any family involvement in it uh, and first thing what we did is we broke that <laughs> my sister came <laughs> uh but uh, there is a clear need there i mean she is a nutritionist and we are uh, to do with uh, uh, kids nutrition or well being and nutritional products so she definitely had a background of that so unknowingly she came into the mix and uh, when it it was no, i don't think i never I, i don't think i asked her that you would you like to join or um, should we do it together something like that it was uh, i don't remember that day when this Uh, question popped up. Uh, it was uh, pretty much natural that we both will do it and take it forward. So, so it's a very interesting combination. But uh, though we are brother and sister, we both are like friends. But that that's great because I think you you also have uh, you know that 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 shoulder um, that, that's been there since. childhood right and you kind of know uh, your your uh, each other's strengths and weaknesses so you'll know exactly what needs to be done from a business standpoint i mean from a professional standpoint so that's great but i i agree you know um uh, in even in like in my family uh, friends or whoever it is uh, there there's always a saying that you know never do business with 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 your family it's whatever it is it must be it must be it's coming for, from it, generations or it, whatever i think it is, it is for future proofing they don't want anything wrong to happen between that, that is the reason True. i would think that anyone would say that i mean uh, i i agree with you uh, nadesh yeah 
Correct. But uh, my my the point that I'm trying to make is that things have changed so dramatically, right? Um, especially with this new generation and 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 you know where we are headed, um, either from an economic standpoint or you know just human evolution. That I think it's needed now to start a business. It's so important to kind of get together with people who you have utmost trust in, and I think that's like the first stepping stone. And it's 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 fantastic. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's family, friend, colleague, or whatever. It's it's just that okay, there has to be that mutual trust. and that's something that works out for you i think that's that's great which kind of i want to get into you know my next question which is uh if i'm not mistaken timios means honest uh in in yeah, in right. greek right in um, greek, yeah. any any specific reason as to why you chose this term uh timios for your your brand that uh, you know the 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 brand for uh, your business see um we uh, we want to find a name which resonates to what we are doing uh, and connect with people or the audience uh, for us to make it very clear this is what we are for um that's one thing the fundamental idea of finding a name or uh, for anybody right even if you are naming your kid you will want to find some meaning behind it and you want to connect to that uh, that's one goal secondly uh, there is an awesome uh, thing about the trademark and registration that you need to find a name which is not used here there where there is a social media presence where you can have your own website uh, insta handle uh, twitter handles and all of those so keeping all of those Correct. in mind uh, you are very it's very difficult to find a name to be very fine to yeah, market and register yeah we are kind of so, going through uh, that process <laughs> very difficult um uh, but for me again there is a problem i go to my wife like i i definitely creative in that uh, nature <laughs> so i i bumped into i mean i basically bumped this uh, problem to her even now i do for my new products and all some of them i i just ask her to give a name to be given a name um uh, so she picked up uh, four five names uh, ran it through our family and friends and uh, i even asked our kids to pronounce it and check with them like how is it Uh, I think Timios uh, came across well. Uh, it's nothing to do with food per se. So it's yeah. ticking the boxes of uh, then naming nomenclature kind of thing like how many vowels are there, how many letters are there, things like that. So I mean, fortunate that it is got registered as well. No, it's very interesting that what you say, Ashwini. Like there is, there is, there is a specific, there's a particular science to, uh, you know, even naming anything that you said that, uh, and you you have such a great mix of um, a certain philosophy, right? A, a Greek philosophy, if I may, and and then there's a business side uh, side to it as as well. But even when Peter and I discovered uh, your brand, the name just sticks, right? It's it just like, okay, hey, you know, we have to get in touch with Timios and Timios and Timios. It just it just kind of plays in your mind. So, I completely yeah. get it what you are coming from that you know when when you were trying out with your friends and your kids it just stays because such a unique name you you've just never heard of anything like this even similar to it in the market so i i completely get your point it's really cool cool so so my next question and it comes to at least link to what you were saying about the brand name and your kids involved so were your kids the first test subjects for the initial snacks that you came up with and what did they think of it um first of all uh, when i started tinios uh, my elder one was around i think 7 years or 8 years so so he was kind of knowing what is a startup and especially being in bangalore and daddy leaving his job and i mean obviously kids are super smart right i mean all the kids are smart they know what is happening in the house 
so first he thought that my dad is super cool he's starting a startup <laughs> so that way it was like fully awesome and uh, and uh, <laughs> that's great <laughs> he, he started went uh, he went and told everyone in school also like my dad is a founder my dad is a, as a startup we have our own company blah 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 so that but, but i think this th- there must be like certain uh, you know pin codes in bangalore that everyone must be just like doing startups right <laughs> remember there was that joke uh, i think about in, cafe in coffee day later, maybe i'll put the other way uh there might be no pin code where there are no startups it's easy to find <laughs> ah. <that. laughs> like everywhere i mean kormangla uh, is full now we are spilling over to hsr as well and hsr yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah so uh, and um, my first encounter with my son properly going into startup is i was just going through the deck and he was seeing this and then he, he saw that okay these are our names these are our core principles uh we will be placed in uh, shops will be placed in e-commerce blah 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 then he asked me dad fine if we buy in e-commerce we buy in uh, shops they are getting money how are we making money <laughs> <laughs> wow like <laughs> <laughs> how are we making money <laughs> i was like oh my god at least i was happy first that he understood like what is going on in the presentation <laughs> i told him that it goes we sell it to the shopkeeper the shopkeeper with a margin is healthy to them and this is an example and he was so happy that he asked some relevant questions wow so that gave him, that gave him a big kick okay then started the sampling what peter was talking about he he thought that whatever we give if you say it is awesome and all daddy would be happy and things would be very good on that day so he started doing that like uh, both the sons you give them oh, awesome awesome this is too good if why don't you change this why don't you change this uh, and then one day i told him whatever feedback you give it goes into a computer and it tells me what corrections i need to make so if you give wrong and unnecessary feedback it goes into the system and i'll get unnecessary output so be very truthful <laughs> what you are saying hmm. from that time oh. onwards i was getting honest feedback saying that this is bad. wow <laughs> that, that, that was well done well done ashwini i'm going to try that on my daughter <laughs> always <laughs> yeah, he thinks that dad gives me anything say it is awesome uh, he'll be happy boy for the day <laughs> <laughs> so you, you so the, the did, how did the kids react to uh, you know the, the product did they, like when you said that they they were supposed to give honest feedback what was what was their honest feedback that they gave you and they they give seriously um and and we want that feedback like right? <clears throat> we are in kids space and kids right. don't have any inhibitions right uh, if they don't like it it will directly go into the bin or they'll just chuck it out and they don't care who gave it what is the cost where it is coming especially if it is healthy and tell them 10 times they definitely not touch so right. so we wanted it to be uh, 100% tasty uh, if that is not there and uh, you are not going to go anywhere so Correct. we always tell them that you give it and they say uh, sugar is uh, less and i don't want this maybe two times i eat then i will be happy with it that kind of we uh, we get it and our um, our core competency or um, the r&d what we do is to pick the right ingredients so that it tastes right also the feels right as well for the kids space at the same time the sugar and the salt and other uh, harmful stuff is minimized yeah and you know it brings me to the next question really because what happens with you know the product category that you're in right i mean the consumer is one and the buyer is completely different so 
it's exactly the thing what you're talking about uh, your kids right sometimes when parents ask their kids that do you like this or they say you know it's healthy then automatically something you know uh, there's these uh-huh. blinkers yeah. that are there with the kids so how how does how do you kind of you know factor in that kind of feedback and also kind of make improvements in the product and i'm talking generally okay. in this yeah. generally yeah i mean the i am also i will try to give an answer which is more um, uh, thought process kind of thing then slowly goes into action mm-hmm. see we want uh, when i when we started this company i have one famous or or, or internet in the company is famous is a win win uh, example uh we send our kids to school and depending upon the feedback what we get from our friends or someone who's going there um distance the type of facility of transportation and so on and so forth and that's why we pick a school uh, and then if your kid goes to the school and comes up home happily and again goes back uh, that's a win win combination where Correct. you pick the school they are happy to go to and everyone is happy right so that's the same feeling we want to give it to the food also what they are buying um the uh, basic thing is parents will pick or uh, they pick timios and naturally give it to children they should eat it and like it and if children are picking timios parents should be should know or be aware that timios is for kids and it is safe that it doesn't have too much of junk or very little junk uh, or no junk and they should be fine so it should become an automatic thing like if my son says that i'm going to anand's house for playing we know that they are in same and um, they both are the same kind of thing i would say go come back into us that that kind of approach is what we, we would like to build in all the products so we don't shout too much that it is healthy or anything by virtue because it is timios it has to be healthy and while kids are eating and enjoying it no one has a problem so that's the win win situation we want to establish in all the products what we um, bring it to the market Awesome. that's a great analogy that you've used <laughs> i mean it, it makes it makes perfect sense because you you clearly are looking at it from a business standpoint and there is clearly some science behind it and you know speaking of uh, kids aswini we 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 we've read that uh, both you and hima have uh, you know two kids so now we're kind of going to flip the question and um, ask you how is it that you both of y'all you know manage that work life balance when do you know okay time for break and now back to work oh more importantly does work life balance exist <laughs> work life and balance are oxymorons so <laughs> <laughs> so no that's uh, that's just for a line uh, no uh, i will speak um because uh, hima is a different family and mine uh, is a different family sure, sure. Uh, sure. my work approach is not different because i started a company my work approach was like this since the day i started work uh, so my wife is kind of uh, aware that how passionate i am about work and uh, and how i enjoy work so so i i, I so in fact maybe i'm working less in things uh, if you see there's a lot of mental uh, uh, what do you say drain going on like how where we will get money how is the Uh, cash flows looking and all there is a different uh, stress level attached to it um, sure. new products and putting your own deadlines and stuff like that but i am always um, have been always passionate about work and that is still continuing um, in fact my other one liner which is which i keep using is i don't have work other than work 
so, yeah. so that uh, <laughs> i keep uh, doing it um hima definitely uh, taking this role is a i feel that it is a little bit uh, stressful because um, i mean uh, the roles what i played in the past also demanded certain um, certain kind of pressure and stuff like that which maybe i'm used to it now uh, but it's definitely a steep thing for her uh, steep uh, for my wife as well because job is job i mean one day you can say right. adios but um, uh, this is uh, something you cannot do because it's a passion and as well as uh, your baby or a company right i mean Correct. a lot of people who are uh, working for you and who trust you and believe in you so you you got to go you got to go ahead So you know, I, uh, I, the, the, you've you've said you've said a very interesting line about you know how it, you if it's passion you're just going to enjoy it, right? And um, what we've noticed um, in the recent um, few years is that a lot of health-related companies are coming up. Now, I'm not saying specific to children only, but just generally, I think people yeah. in general are getting extremely health conscious. Uh, conscious, and I'm sure even your research must have thrown some very interesting numbers as well in terms of consumption. Do you see um, a very strong evolution in when it comes to you know snacking, kids, and health? Right, because um, mm-hmm. earlier when we used to snack. it would be like here take a packet of biscuit and eat it right nobody cared how much sugar how much maida how much whatever it is or here take a packet of chips and eat it we'd happily eat it we'd love it and then you wash it down with a bottle of coke or whatever it is right but now when they when people say that oh you know i'm going to eat this and then i'm going to have a soft drink you're immediately judging that person even if you don't want to you're kind of judging do you, yeah, so do you yeah. see that that evolution is going to come about where finally children and snacks and health will all sort of come together in this really lovely ball of energy and you know hopefully obviously good for business good for health for everyone i suppose uh, definitely there is change i mean I, i'm not talking here with respect <coughs> to someone who started tinios or anything i mean as a friend um, my view uh, assuming that we are all catching up in the evening and discussing about this trend uh, i when i grew up the the choices are Uh, assuming that we are all in the same generation, that uh, the number of choices were less. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember asking my parents, "Give me that. Give me this." And number of yeah. uh, the options were less. So, um, it's typical thing, right? I mean, kids must be in a position, or young uh, generation, or young boys or girls are capable of enough, are capable enough to eat anything um, and digest it. I mean, end of the day, that age is like that where you can get away with whatever you can do, right? Uh, and it gets difficult as you grow so at that time those kind of occurrences were less but now with the options available and so on so forth uh, it is something what you can eat a pizza every day i mean that was not the case when we were uh, yeah um, true, true. it was one off and so 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 the 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 saying right i mean kids can digest even stones uh, is valid even now but it's not like kids can eat uh, digest stones every day if you eat that kind of food every day then you are gone for it off the second thing is at that time we started eating so called junk um long back uh, maybe when you are 15 16 and so on and so forth but kids sure, are exposed sure. to this kind of foods now uh, at 3 years 4 years and if you have a second one much earlier yeah right? they'll see their brother or sister and then start much earlier so and if they continue that for another 10 15 years <laughs> Uh, you can't just imagine like what would be the situation. So definitely, 
the world around us has changed, which is forcing us to change the thought process. Right? I mean, we are overdoing it. That's why we need to cut back. Uh, regarding the awareness, I think people are reasonably well off now. When you are reasonably well off, when you have a good house, uh, good uh, uh, lifestyle to live and live and um, adopt, uh, you want to preserve your health a little longer. Uh, True. So that is where you start. Uh, not only eating healthy, you go for uh, one uh, holiday which is much more relaxing or uh, giving more uh, physical well-being kind of thing. So, so the overall uh, life expectancy and um, longevity has increased. So you want to be a little healthy also in the later stages of life. So, so all these things is the one which is keeping us or th- allowing us to think in the direction that we have to take care of our health. Okay. Long answer. Sorry, but it is like a friendly. No, no, no. no but it's, it's very perfect. interesting. That, that's a, that's exactly what we also wanted to understand because you would have a, a, a very interesting perspective because you you run this kind of business and then you you would you would have a more personal uh, take on it as well. So we really okay. appreciate so, that. Right. So just switching gears uh, a bit, uh, Ashwini. Uh, while we were mm-hmm. reading up on your company earlier this year, you launched uh, Timios Melts. So. We just wanted to get some kind of insight. What's next you know, for the brand? I mean, are you looking at launching more snacks? I'm sure you've already uh, got something in the pipeline. But are you looking at, you know, since you've got in, in the kids category itself, are you looking at moving into, say, different product lines of sort? Or w- what's your thought process on that? Uh, Peter, we basically are an exclusive company for kids' um, food. I mean, be it snacking, meal, uh, all of those. So it basically, uh, it's in three uh, phases, like babies, toddlers, and schoolers. Zero to two years, two to five, and five plus. Um, Mel's uh, is our flagship brand. It does very well. It's uh, uh, finger food for babies. And we just launched two more variants in the same uh, brand. Actually, making it four in the portfolio. Um uh, baby and toddler uh, finger food does uh, good business for our with respect to the revenues for us. We will definitely add more. Um, but one thing I would like to highlight is we are not like pick any product in the market and call it kids product and uh, release it. So we yeah. are not that. Uh, the uh, the proof is like one Mel's um, is finger food and does very well. Uh, there is no one else in the market. Uh, second is uh, just before COVID we launched. Uh, immunity and digestion uh, pre and probiotic bites, which are first time in India. Even now, as we speak, there is no one who's doing it, right? I mean, you uh, you have few drinking options and refrigerated options, but not like a snack, right? Um, we are actually launching um, baby cereal, which is going to completely revolutionize um, this space. Um, unfortunately, you're just calling me uh, maybe 10 days early. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't reveal it completely now. But sure. uh, in 10 days, we are launching a very innovative concept, uh, keeping the uh, current realistic uh, situation in place. I'm not talking about the COVID and all, but in general, the, the advances, what we have done in logistics, the advances, what we have done in technology and uh, the customer reach and so on and so forth, keeping all those things more relative, uh, relevant now, uh, we, we are launching that. So, uh, watch this space, definitely interesting um, and very required products, uh, product pipelines um, in the pipeline. Um, so, uh, can't reveal it completely, but... No, no, totally we, we understand. We have to watch this. But thank you so much for sharing, Asuni. And before we let you go, any 
any advice for you know budding moms and dads who have this brilliant idea and they want to you know start a startup uh, start a startup um what i would uh, say everybody is um startup is risky uh, it is uh, why risky because once you start it and you have to pretty much hold the hand hold everything and run it and then it's not like quitting a job and going Yeah. um as we touched upon right until and unless you completely enjoy it where you feel that going to work is a as is as good as going to holiday where you are feeling that it's a perpetual holiday kind of thing don't do it whether it is startup or work um the the most uh, important advice i would like to give uh, is uh, if you are risk averse or if you are failure averse please don't start because things may fail and that should not be a uh, thing which you are getting impacted because you failed or something a lot of startups if you have read or seen the second or third venture is actually a lot more successful than the first two right so you need to be there in fact my advice is not for the people who start the startup it is for the people around them <laughs> basically <laughs> encourage startups don't discourage they are doing something which you are not even thinking of and doing on their own so the more right. people put a taboo on failure and uh, he has quit his job or he is getting bored he is starting this if that goes away a lot of lot more people will come and uh, uh, do a startup or start something on their own and we will hear lot more successful uh, stories so that that would be my advice Awesome. Ashneet, that, thank you so much. That's yeah, that's some great advice. Honestly, I mean, uh, it it comes from you. It comes from experience, and you clearly know um, what you're talking about because you've gone through this fantastic journey of being uh, employed for so many years, and then finally moving on and starting your own venture. Uh, Ashneet, thank you so much for having this lovely, lovely chat with us. I we've 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 learned so much from you. Honestly, in this forty minutes conversation, we've we've learned so much about you, your business, your journey. Thank you very much. Thanks Nadir. Uh, thanks Peter. Um maybe we'll do one more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think in the next one next one next one we'll definitely get your wife also for sure. We would love to talk ah, to your wife. Then <laughs> 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 yeah, you'll have me muted that's it. I mean what the record. Yeah, you thoroughly enjoy it. What a fun chat Peter. I understand that we were talking to an entrepreneur but it just felt like he's a cool buddy of us yeah and we are having a nice dad chat you know three dads getting together talking about our kids and all pretty fun yeah he's such a like he was honest he was sincere and so direct right yeah no the the sincerity and honesty clearly came about and uh, i'm sure that's the approach he has towards his business also so it was very evident uh, from our chat but i really enjoyed the last part the kind of advice that he had because he wasn't kind of you know sugar coating it uh, at all it was just very direct like you said earlier and uh, straight from the heart true true i i remember where he said that if 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 you don't believe in it if you know that this is not going to happen if you are not ready for it just don't do it right but that doesn't mean uh, you don't start trying so i mean great 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 advice from a man who spent years working first and then building his company so kudos to him and his company and we wish him all the best for those of you listening also if you are uh, somebody who started a venture of your own or you know someone uh, do reach out to us uh, at popsinapod 
at gmail.com and yeah who knows we may feature you on an upcoming episode of entrepreneur parents you can also search for us on facebook or instagram uh, we are very much there just search for pops in a pod and yeah you can like our posts you can share our posts you can you know comment put your feedback there if you wish and uh, just spread the love and spread the podcast and we will see you next week until then i'm not a pop and i'm peter pop see you guys <laughs>